Good evening and welcome to Gar Blood Games on a Wednesday night. Uh, and welcome to our brand new um, series game uh, called Shillings and Crossbones. Um, it's going to be the regular thing on warmer Wednesdays for the uh, foreseeable future. Uh, we have all the players tonight. Uh, a couple might be leaving and rejoining again. But for tonight, we have got everybody. Uh, I am your games master, Jim. And this is my group. We'll start off with Roger. So could you introduce yourself, Roger, and tell us what you are playing? Uh, hi, I'm Roger, and I am playing Marcus Cramfist, the Imperial Ogre. Uh, he is a soldier. Uh, he... Uh, do you want backstory now, Jim, or is that going to come up later? Um, it's we could do backstories if you want. Yeah, a brief, a brief backstory. Yeah, why not? Uh, okay, so he was part of an Astallian captain's crew, which I'm just trying to look up the name of because I did name him. Uh, so he served under Captain Andrada, who is an Astallian merchant aboard the Flute Sagrario, and he served on there for a good like five years or so and he lived a hard but good life and he was well paid and treated well it was until dagger attacked his ship off the coast of bretonia on his return voyage to marienburg to sell off the spices that he'd purchased in araby after washing up on the shore near bordelieu uh, he bartered his way onto his ship bound for marienburg in exchange for work and he arrived recently arrived in marienburg to find some uh, he was found out that Dagger was caught and was to be executed, and determined to watch that bastard swing. Excellent. Okay, we'll move on to um, Aaron. Could you please uh, introduce yourself and tell us what you're playing, Aaron? Hello, I'm Aaron. I am playing Giacomo Stragone, a Tilian scryer. Um, Giacomo was born in the small town of Cincio within the Tilian Republic of Remus. Um, and as he got closer to his teen years, the villagers started looking at him and warding against the evil eye because he could see things that weren't there and he knew things he shouldn't know. So his father uh, got to be a little concerned. It's a relatively small village. So he took him to uh, the capital city of Remus to speak with a wizard. The wizard did say that he could. He was definitely trainable. Uh, however, it was going to cost, and it was going to cost more money than his father and his father's father and his father's father had probably made their entire life. So uh, Giacomo and his father left. And uh, to be honest, Giacomo's father was pleased with this because he didn't want to lose his son. His wife had already passed. As they were going out, though, Giacomo pointed to an in a man who was showing interest in them, a man with a tall black hat and black cloak with silver twin comets uh, sigil on, on his cloak. And that, that drained his father's features. And instead of returning home, he immediately took his son to the port of Remus, where a cousin of a cousin was a sea captain. And he uh, he had a whispered conversation with Captain uh, Frederico de la Vega and convinced him to take Giacomo on in his cab as his cabin boy. Now, of course, first uh, Giacomo was, was sad to see his father go, but uh, as any 12-year-old boy, he immediately fell in love with the ocean and the life aboard uh, the Sea Feather. And he began to think of uh, the captain almost as a surrogate father. And for seven years, he traveled uh, up and down the coast uh, with the merchant. However, about a year ago, the, uh, the sea feather was at anchor 
in a in a deep lagoon taking on fresh water and fresh fruit and they were they were set upon by the pirate captain dagger ogwald he took the he took the ship without a fight however uh however um instead of just uh taking the goods they took the goods slapped the crew in irons hung the captain and officers of the ship um and then torched the sea feather fortunately uh captain ogwald was taken into custody and the slaves were freed however giacomo now has has come to marienburg not only to watch uh this vile villain hang but he hopes that before his death he can lay hands upon him one time so he can attempt to scry the location of the captain's buried treasure excellent okay We'll move on to Stewie. Stewie, could you please introduce yourself and uh, tell us about your character? Uh, I'm Stuart uh, Muir. I'm out here in uh, Holland at the moment, but uh, by the magic of the internet, I've connected to play this game this evening. Uh, my character is Longshanks or Esithianiol Elamelerolyol Mathananolum. Completely unpronounceable elven name. Uh, so he tends to use the Longshanks name for everybody else, other than elves, of course, who can pronounce it properly. Um, he grew up uh, sailing the River Ripe with his brother and his family. Uh, and uh, he and his brother were voted the most beautiful crew abroad, aboard any ship sailing the Ripe. Um, and uh, they were thoroughly entertaining and entertained themselves uh, unfortunately, his brother uh, decided to leave uh, and became a, uh, a, a herald um, for uh, some baron down south. Um, and uh, poor old Longshanks was uh, found himself getting very bored, really, with nothing really to do other than sail up and down with his mum and dad. So eventually he stole his dad's rapier and leapt off the boat and decided he was going to become, um, I, well, he didn't know at the time, an adventurer. And walking into the uh, nearest town, he, uh, he came upon a duel. And this uh, gentleman, uh, you know, flashed his rapier around and, and finished this chap off and, uh, and then was paid for it. And Longshanks thought, well, that looks fantastic, getting paid to do something dangerous fun and violent all at the same time so he thought he'd become a duelist uh, unfortunately that career didn't last very long because the first time that he actually tried to get paid uh, he got a very good sound beating by the other person um, lying in the side of the road he was happened upon by a kindly old gentleman uh, who happened to be wearing lots of stars uh, lots of moons and lots of jewellery to do with, uh, with the heavens. And funnily enough, he was dressed in blue. Um, this kindly gentleman took him back to his manor house uh, in the middle of nowhere, obviously, so that he could have a direct vision of the sky. And, uh, and well, to cut a long story short, Longshanks seemed to be pretty adept uh, at uh, helping out this uh, blue gentleman uh, in the work that he did. Unfortunately, as with all things, Longshanks got bored. Uh, yeah, so he took his rapier, stole a few bits, took a grimoire, 
uh, ran off and thought, mm, well, what, what do I do now? So he ended up in a port. Uh, and again, things didn't quite work out how he thought they would. Uh, he got himself into a fight quite quickly uh, with some salty types. Uh, and once the seamen had finished with him once, they chased him away, chased him down the street, they broke his rapier, and he ran off. And he hid on board a ship that was in port at the time. Again, things just didn't quite work out for him as the ship sailed. And he was discovered in the hold by the crew. A crew that, mm, well, let's say, weren't exactly on the right side of the law. And they interrogated him. He claimed to be a duelist, saying he was on the run from a local lord. Uh, and they thought, well, I think we're just going to put you overboard. Luckily, one of them searched through his bag and he found um, a load of um, material, basically things for navigation. So there were star charts, there were maps, there were theodolites, there were, there were stargazing equipment. And they thought that he was a navigator. And soon as the ship needed a new navigator, that saved Longshanks life. Longshanks then became the navigator for that, uh, for, the, uh, for the pirates. And there we are. So that's how Longshanks got aboard. Excellent. Thank you. And on to uh, Dan P. Uh, uh, there's lots of extensive backstories here. So <clears throat> are you ready for this, viewers? I apologise in advance. Are you ready, viewers? Ah. <laughs> oh, who lives in a mountain up in Noscar? Baggy Sternhelm. He's short and he's broad, but he's got a glorious beard. Sky, squag, craggy Sternhelm. <laughs> so I am playing Craggy Sternhelm, the Norse dwarf uh, officer of a fleet. Um, his backstory is a lot shorter. He's a Norse dwarf. They sail on the seas. Um, his boat got sunk by Dagger. Like a true dwarf, he stubbornly didn't get off the boat and he sank with it. Should have been dead. Not dead. Not sure if the ancestors have cursed him or saved him. But what was left of his ship, he turned into an axe and he's declared an oath of vengeance against Dagger, and he's in Marenburg to fulfil that oath. Excellent. Awesome. And last but not least, Dan. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm literally building my character um, as we are talking. So, um, so far, I've come up with uh, Manfred uh, Stradler, a very common name, Manfred, in uh, the Empire, Reichland, where this, where Manfred is from. Um, he's a human. He is a, vis uh, a physician. Um, he grew up in the um, town of uh, Bogenhafen, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, basically, it's run by uh, guilds. Um, his family um, were priests of Moor and predominant members of the... Um, Mourners Guild um, of Bockenhafen. Um, so he grew up around dead bodies, a lot of dead bodies, um, and had a certain fascination with them, um, which is why he then went to... He, he didn't want to be a priest, though. He didn't want to be a priest of more. He couldn't really keep his vows. Uh, but he did want to, you know, 
help people. So he decided to go to Altdorf and begin his career as a physician and learn his skills. Um, but guild fees are really expensive, especially for a young um, physician's apprentice, you know. Um, so he received a letter from a friend um, who had made a career at sea. Um, you know, so the money was all right. It was enough to pay the guild fees and, you know, it, it was solid work. So um, uh, Manfred went to sea. Uh, he too uh, was a crew member on the um, flute Sagraria. Have I pronounced that right, Roger? As Sagraria, I think. Sagraria. Um, so it was also there uh, when Dagger attacked and marooned the crew and took um took the vessel um it was a good life um manfred served about three years um to pay his guild bills um hard work but honest work we did a lot of um, spice to arabia and and perhaps sometimes further afield um but we were marooned um and then had to kind of find our way back so we are off together to go and um ensure that this dagger is well and truly dead and if I have to ensure that he's dead, um, as a physician, so be it. Okay. So uh, I think that's everybody. So we shall begin our story. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the story begins in a packed market square and the drums uh, are rolling and a old man, but a well-set man, uh, with a long grey beard, has been led up onto um, the stage, so to speak, of where the uh, the gallows are. And a noose has been placed around his neck. And there is some priest who is reading uh, some religious text uh, a priest of um, um, help me out, people. More Manan Sigma. A priest of more. Um, reading uh, a script out basically uh, to rest Dagger's soul when he hangs by the neck. Um, and He's asked if he has any last words, and he stood on a barrel, loose root, uh, loose a loose noose round his neck, and he begins to shout and rant about he will never be forgotten. I was the scourge of the seas, and everybody quaked when they seen my sails. Yeah, there will never be one like me again, and my treasure goes with me to the grave. And with that, the barrel is kicked from beneath him. And he jolts a bit. His eyes pop out of their sockets and hang from uh, the, the, the holes down his cheeks. And there he is just hanging there, slightly twitching. Question. Mm. Could, uh, could Giacomo have reached out a hand as he was being led up to the gallows to grab his shoulder or touch him? Um, 
I don't see why not. I don't see why. Not. So if you've got a thing about touching prisoners, that's yep. perfectly all right with me. He does. He, he Giacomo is all about the touching. <laughs> so you see this slight. He's he's about five foot nine, but he's 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 wiry. So he pushes forward and he reaches out a hand to uh, to the captain, um, and he just whispers, "What was what? What about your treasure?" And at that, he will, as soon as he says that, he will try to scry the captain. And what this is a new skill, and this is from the Winds of Magic. So if you Excellent. if you don't have this book yet, you should get it because it's an amazing it's an amazing book. But um, what it does is it allows you when when the a scryer enters a location or or touches an object or touches a person, they can read their mind or read the past what's going on. And it's all based on the number of success levels you get. So I'm going to give it a shot here. And I'm at plus one SL. So I am going to actually spend a fortune point to, to make that plus two SL. Um, and at plus two SL, you get a, as a success, you get a piece of relevant information from, from the object. Excellent. So I, I was trying to focus his mind on his treasure. So you see flash into your mind a leather bound small book with a crooked skull and bones carved into the front of it etched into the leather um it seems a well-worn and battered book but you can just see the cover um quite it, yeah you, you definitely know it if you've seen it Did I ever see it while I was on while I, when I was on his ship? Um, yeah, he'd be looking and writing in it at times, um, it, almost almost like his diary. So right after he finishes his rant, I just I just yell up at him. We'll see about your treasure. Perhaps as soon as I put my hands on your book, we'll put an end to that claim. Okay, and at that, he, he finishes his rant, and that's when the barrel gets kicked for him. But he tries to come back at you, and he goes, treasure, yeah! Give <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Jim, so uh, am I right that uh, his ship doesn't have a captain at the moment, then? Um, possibly. It might not do, but it's where it would be if there was militia there. Um, as you are standing there, you, you're all sort of stood around and you notice that there's quite a tall elf with ginger red hair, is it? Or what, what colour is your hair? Yeah. Upper, um, yeah. Um, and the, the dwarf and everything. And you see this uh, Tillian-looking gentleman uh, grab old and shout out. And um, there's quite a well-dressed man that stood quite near to you all. And he, he approaches um, Mr. Stragoni. 
It was a uh, Excuse me, my, uh, my, 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 my good man. Um, you mentioned something about treasure, and it is quite loud. And the four of you can overhear what he's saying to the, the Tillian. He said, uh, um, I, I may happen to know where um, the old dog's treasure is, yes, um, but I need myself a group uh, that we can go and find it. Um, would you be interested? My dear friend, I appreciate the offer and absolutely anything that can help me assert my vendetta against this dog who has died, I would be glad to accept. Uh, well, to, to be perfectly fair, I know nothing about the, the chap. Uh, he he uh, apparently was a swarthy old dog, as they say. Um, <laughs> but no, I... I, uh, I I happen, well, a friend of mine owed me money and he told me that this uh, would repay that debt. Now, I've let him off uh, a fee of 100 uh, uh, gold coins. So uh, it'd better be worth more than that. But I, I have a good feeling about this. I'm normally a lucky lad, uh, you know, and uh, my father has always uh, you know, said that I was born of luck. We, we do need, we, I, I do, and, and he, he starts to cry. He goes, how about you? Uh, uh, are you an elf? And he... he of course. Can you not, we, even with the missing ear? Uh, 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 I mean, th 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 this chap, we, we, we would need a crew, wouldn't we? Well, oh, do you indeed, know, my do, sir. Do you do anything about ships? I have sailed for six years, and I have some minor skills in navigation and the like, but we would need a much more experienced crew if this is what we would do. do. Uh, uh, how about you, my, my big friend? Uh, would you be interested in a, a, a bodyguard role? Um, um, I, I could pay well. I like gold. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I hope there's lots of grub. Yeah, yes, he, he does like gold. Um, I will tell I will tell you this, my my new friend. The uh the navigator there, the, the elf, he was on he was on the captain's ship with me, uh, a slave himself captured uh when his ship was sank, much like mine, but he is not, he was not on the captain's who, ship who for is as this, long sorry? as I was. The, who is the, this? The, this this elf gentleman, I was never introduced to oh. him, but I saw him oh. on the ship. Oh, okay. oh that, that'd be good then. So you've been on a ship before. Uh, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, where we're going to go, I can find yeah. it. I, I have to say that I've never been on the seas myself, but I could turn my hand to anything. I, I was, uh, I was a uh, school uh, captain uh, at most things. Yes, running, uh, jumping, uh, anything. I'm quite athletic. Yeah, I can literally turn my hand. I, I would say I'm one of the most talented young uh, people. In the old world. I'm going to stroke my hair while I'm listening to him. <laughs> For, forgive me my impertinence, sir, but I, I did not catch your name. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Johan von Kerstander. You hear that, Man Manfred? I'll say looking down at Dan's character. He's got gold. Hmm. Perhaps fortune is shining upon us, my friend. About time. Ah, is this your friend? Yeah. Ah, it looks like it looks like there's uh, five of us now. Uh, we, we've got ourselves a crew. 
I've got rooms booked. Uh, I've got rooms at uh, a local inn and tavern, um, and I, I'm pretty sure that we, we, we uh, I can, I can find a boat uh, that we can use. Well, then, my friend, lead, lead on. There is a sixth gentleman. I use the term loosely. Uh, standing there, um, would he be interested? At this moment in time, the Dowie has not been looking. At any of you, he's looking at Dagger hanging and swinging because he's <laughs> because he was there to kill him. <clears throat> and the the, the 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 posh boy comes over and he he sort of stands in between you and Dagger, uh, but to to one side, and he's just like a bit of a tennis umpire as he looks at you, and then Dagger, and then hmm, can I help you, Ungi? Tell me, are you a swarthy dog? I'm no animal. Yeah. Do you have the salt in your blood? No, I've got blood in my blood. Idiot. Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. Ah, oh, you're a wannabe sailor. I'm not. No. I was a captain. And I'm, I was here to take my vengeance on Dagger. <laughs> ah, well, I have, I have money, and I... I have the means of finding where Dagger's treasure is. Wait, yeah? Dagger's treasure, you see? Yes, yes, yes. I have his diary. And he pulls out this little beaten book that you recognise, Mr. Stagon. That, that there, that is what I saw in his mind. That is the way to his treasure. With that book, we can find what, we, what he stole. The vendetta will be complete. Well, if I can't take my price... From the swinging man. So I've got a really sore throat tonight, guys. I'm trying my accent, but it's not working. I'll take my price in gold. From his gold. Not your gold. Though you can pay me as well, because you need a good captain. Indeed. Vengeance, it shall be so sweet. There are there are eyes and ears listening to us. And, uh, if you don't mind me saying, you, you know, a few of you do speak rather loud. So why do we not retire into... Um, uh, the, the tavern, and we can speak more. Yeah, indeed. We must guard this book with with our very lives, or at the very uh, least, with this large ogre's life. Don't, don't don't worry about it. No, no one other than us knows that I have it. So, you know, <laughs> be sorry, sorry, Jack. I was looking around at the, at the crowd around us. <laughs> yeah, and, and the Dow is just like everybody knows. You've literally just held it up in the air and waved it around and told everybody what it's for. Uh, you worry too much. I've heard that about you dwarves. <laughs> yes, anyway, come with me. The beers are on me. I've got rooms. Yes, you won't have to spend a penny. And then we can plan our next move on a boat or a ship or one of those, what do they call them, clippers, flutes or something like that. We can get one of those and it'll be it'll be fantastic. Yeah, it was it, but if you're peeing, I'm drinking. Absolutely. And it's their grub. Well, and he leads the way to a tavern that is on the the front, the, the dock front, and it is called the Black Shilling. Okay. Now, the Black Shilling, for those of you that sail, is a mark of disrespect and a mark that you've been marked for death. Okay. So... It, it is a bit of a, a dark sort of name to call a tavern, but it does have a meaning. 
and he leads you in and there's the sounds of harpsichords and um, out of tune singing um, who lives in oh, yeah uh, who lives in a mountain <laughs> yeah that's it next to the sea da, 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 da. yeah and, and it, yeah it, it's, it's a busy old um, uh, tavern and he leads you through, and there is an empty table, and he sort of, you know, pulls up a chair. Come, come, sit, sit. Um, uh, Fritz, my man, uh, could you bring us uh, some jugs of ale over? Yes, uh, please, yes. And food. Uh, and, and some food, please. Uh, do you have any of that um, um, broth uh, or... or um, uh, ham? Do you like ham, my friend? Yeah, I'll have a ham. Yeah, I've had a good uh, uh, sea seafood stew, and that. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, a chowder. Yes. Uh, have you, have you a, got a, a, a stew? A, a stew of fish, perhaps. Yeah, and potatoes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, but uh, we 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 don't put. Potatoes in, in with the fish, it sort of ruins the taste. Yeah, yeah, nice fish chowder. Yeah, I'll sort that out for you. Just don't break your your teeth on the mussel shells. Yeah. Um, do you have any gin? Do we have any what? Gin. We've got rum. Mm, yeah, I suppose it'll have to do. I'll have rum. <clears throat> Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll bring the bottle on your tab, yeah. Uh, yes, 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 on my on my tab. Yes, yes. What What about a nice Bretonian cheese? But Bretonian what cheese? Yes. We've got cheese, but it's from down down the road. Yeah, I'll have cheese as well. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes, that sort of hard stuff that comes in a big wheel. Would, would you like some salad? Yeah, so the stretch maybe. Why not? Okay. How about you? And he looks around at the dwarf. What would you like? Any dietary needs? Eel, eel, and more eel. Okay. So there's a few um, jars, jugs of ale brought over. There's a bottle of rum. Um, and there's lots of food. And he says, well, so tell me a bit, bit about yourselves. Have, have you sailed together before? Uh, not, I've sailed some time with, uh, with, the, uh, with Giacomo. Giacomo, sorry, is that how you say it? Uh, that is Giacomo, my friend, uh, Mr. Longshanks. Giacomo, yes. I do no, don't explain yourself to the point of Jackie Mo. He's probably got a name that nobody on this continent could pronounce. <laughs> See, told you. <clears throat> you. You make a very good point, my Dowie friend. Yeah. I'll it's just call him Skinny. For the lesser races to uh, just use Longshank. Well, indeed, Longshank. We have, we, we, I have sailed with, with uh, Mr. Longshanks in the past. For a, for, a, for a time. I can certainly get you where you need to go. So that's the important thing, surely. 
yeah okay uh, so so this is the first so so my my leadership skills have pulled you all together into to this this is good yeah and perhaps i could take a look at this journal see if i can decipher some of the information from it ah uh, well um no it will stay safely with me um I, I know where we need to go first, but first we need to get a ship or a boat or something. My word is good and my money is good as well, and I'll make sure that you want for naught. You are very kind, sir. All of a sudden, you all get coated now. <laughs> oh, you call this sea snake piss ale? I said ale, barman! <laughs> Marcus doesn't even notice this. He literally picked up an entire ham and is just stuffing it down his face. The barman comes over and pours more ales into the jugs. Now he's like, scolding. I want proper ale, not this bullshit you're trying to sell us, sir. Now, strong stuff. Under the counter stuff. He's paying. Uh, we, 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 we have some uh, Mootland murder. Oh. <laughs> I'll take it. Do it. I'll take it. Get it for me now. I don't drink none of this rubbish. Okay. Uh, are you okay? That, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, whatever. It sounds fun, Mootland Murder. Yes, let, 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 let's get some. Yes. So he brings this small keg over and it's black and it's just got a white skull on the front of it and it reads Mootland Murder. And he sort of holds it over your tankard and there's a little tap on the the, the, the small keg, and he, he pours some into your tankard and fills your tankard up. Excellent. He's going to drink it. Excellent. Would you care to roll me? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to use, what was the point to give me a, a, a success point? Fortune. Uh, fortune. Yeah, I'm going to use one of my fortune points to just make that a success. Thank you. Okay. You, Excellent. You. Okay. Ah, that's what... The, better barman. So it, it, you feel like it has took a little bit of skin off the back of your throat, and it sort of made you gasp just a tiny little bit. Um, That's the sign of a good ale, you know, when you're in the seas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only time you've drunk something similar to this is when you've uh, you accidentally splashed yourself in the mouth with uh, some paint stripper that you were taking <laughs> the, the paint off the woodwork of your ship with. But yeah, th th this is mean stuff. Excellent. He's happy now. You can see he's visibly happy. If you've spent a fortune point, you're good for a few, few uh, tankards there. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's all right. so. So, um, do we have a plan? Do, do, do any of you have a ship? Dagger sank my ship. Well, bastard. He sank the one I was on as well, which is why I must pay. Surely, Dagger's ship doesn't have a captain at the moment. Uh, it could do, I suppose. And actually, I could take that as payment for my Grunhilda. And you see like a visible almost tear. And then he like, you see the anger and the tear goes back up into his eye. <laughs> this is all that's left of my Grunhilda. And he's shaking his big old axe. So <laughs> I will take his ship as payment. <laughs> and he slams his axe into the table, not on the table, into the table. Oh. Oh, how he, easy, easy on the furniture there, son, says uh, uh, Fritz. Yeah, yeah, easy on the furniture, yeah. 
I know that you're you're angry and you're a swarthy sea dog, but please, yeah, yeah. The table, yeah, it's nearly new. Well, it's about five years old. But, you know, slamming axes into it is a little bit rude, yeah. I don't care if you're from the seas or you're a little bit salty. It's damn right rude, yeah. And he, he looks over the table and there's probably, like, gouges and all sorts of things in his table and he's just like... Could everybody make me a perception check, please? Oh, no. <laughs> Something dwarfs are well known for. <laughs> I can certainly try at this point. I think I've done my perception. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I will spend my. I will spend my last. Hey. I will spend my last fortune point of the night to make that a success. Excellent. So. Just to get things straight, Roger failed. Stu failed badly with his uh, elves himself. I'm busy looking at the dwarf cry. Okay. Didn't cry. <laughs> gen- a, gen- yeah. a general tear came out and it got sucked back up. Ah, get back up in there. Um, Manfred made it like a true hero. And Giacomo uh, made it with a fortune point. Okay. Something weird and you can't put your finger on it in in the actual bar itself there's just something really weird and then suddenly it hits you you see a pig and it's running around and then you look over and then there's another one and you look around and you, you count about six pigs running around the tavern in between people Uh, Barkeep, what's with the pigs? And the fucker. Oh, no. Oh, well, that's just made my day. And he throws his, his rag onto the, the table and he, he storms behind the bar. And you notice that since you've been looking, there's about another three or four pigs come through the door. Marcus, would these, not, would these pigs not be a fine meal for you? Well, they're a bit undercooked for me. But I thought the dogs like their food raw, as well as cooked. And then there's a few more. Where I'm and from, now I'm a, there's we're about a bit more civilised. In the tavern itself, and people are starting to sort of having to move out of the way as these pigs are sort of moving all around. And some of them do smell quite nasty. With your keen sense of smell, Longshanks, you are definitely getting the worst of this. Oh, I'm going to stand on the table. (laughs) I think Skinny's afraid of pigs. Yeah, I'm going to dust myself down like this. (laughs) Oh, oh dear. (laughs) Can I pick up a pig? Yeah, Kush can, yeah. I'm going to pick up a pig and put it next to the elf. There you go. (laughs) You can have your own one. I shall... Leap onto the next table with my with my athletics. <laughs> okay, so yeah, there's, there's lots, lots and lots of pigs around, and they're just running, running a mock. Crack, he hasn't even moved an inch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of grabbed onto the edge of another table and dragged myself across. Then from the doorway comes a loud noise. 
Ah! And there's this six foot five, quite a big man, dressed in velvet, a velvet coat with the nicest finery, gold finery, and such a white frilly shirt. And he has this big tri hat on. Yeah. And he has a big beard. And he looks round and he cups your table and he starts walking over. And behind him is a small boy who looks disfigured. His face is, uh, one eye is up here, the other eye is down here. Um, His nose is out of place. Uh, He has a crooked mouth. Uh, of which he doesn't have many teeth in. Uh, one of his ears is sideways. Yeah, he just looks really deformed. Hey, Johan, are these friends of yours? Ah, uh, oh, um, oh uh, I met that gentleman before. Yeah, the, um, the, the yes, the, the the swine pirate, Kernigan Smythe. The swine pirate. Uh, Is that actually, the short one or the shorter one? No, no, he's, he's the big one. What big well, one? Medium one to you, sir. The short one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the hairy one. All oh, right, the one with the short one. Then, gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, would Craggy know about this guy being a captain himself mm. once upon a time? Yeah, you've heard of him before. Um, he, he basically sails the seas with a uh, ship full of pigs, hence his name, the Swine Pirate. Uh, Why? He used to be a pig farmer, the word goes, and uh, his, his, uh, his sister um, was killed, and uh, he, he chased a killer down, and, and uh, he, a killer was a pirate, so to speak, and... Yeah, he, he, he took his place and sailed the seas as a pirate who likes to pick. You mean? I, I shall say, dusting myself off from the pig shit once again. Uh. And then when I've finished with my, uh, with my handkerchief, I'll just drop it on the floor <clears throat> and look disgusted. Master Yoan, we've come for you to join our crew like you suggested. Oh, God. You want us to sail with all those pigs? Uh, oh, no, no. I, I did mention it to him before I met you, but you seem more friendly, he says under his breath. <laughs> yeah, I the, the ship's ready and we can go in the morning. I thought I'd get some heavy drinking in. It's got a ship, though. Mm. Ah, yeah, ship. Ah. It'd be a fine ship. What kind of ship? Craig, Craig is shaking his head. A no. very fine one. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of ship is it, Shorty? The Crooked Snout is a fast ship. <laughs> For a pig farm. Or is it a dinghy? You, he's a funny lad. You might be big and you might be bigger, but you're a funny one. Anyway, let me buy you a drink. 
you boys looking for work? Would you like to work on the crooked snout? Well, Bob, this, um... Bob, go and get us some drinks. Ah, have you met me, nephew? Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, Salty Bob, his name is. Ah, he's my nephew. He's the son of me, my sister. What happened to your sister? Ah, uh, she died. She was, she was murdered. Oh, they murdered her. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, she, she, she had a push on for the for the exotic. Yeah, and and uh, her lover was a bit of a strange one, and they they killed her for it. Oh, oh I'm they her for years. Is that after you married her then? Yeah, she she lay. He he was a dentist by trade. No, I'm wrong. He was a barber. He cut hair. Right. Mm. And other things. I'm sure. So, well, I suppose at least we wouldn't have a problem with uh, with getting food. We'd have plenty of pork schnitzel uh, uh, available to us. Uh. The the ogre will. Appreciate that. Oh, yeah, if you've got a smoker or something on board. Oh, I'm sure we can build one. Ah, if you ever smoke, I like the old pipe myself. Ah, I think I prefer our original plan. So, anyway, yeah, I prefer my salt there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going with you. Sorry. Oh, don't be silly. You heard him. Ah, well, Marienburg happens to be my port at the moment, and you don't want to be messing with my port. Some say Salty Bob was born of goblins. I mean, you look like you were born of goblins. (laughs) I say jokingly. (laughs) Oh, I like that. Certainly explain the family resemblance with the child. Um... Have you taken the boy to a good physician? Oh, well, I think that's what's happened when when uh, one of them small green skin things sleeps with or lies with uh, my sister. Ah. There you go. That's Ooh. one strange arrangement. This one strange family. Well, how about we buy you a drink and then we bid you good day, Okay. I don't get what you mean, son. He means um, go away. What my esteemed colleague here said. We're not really in the business with bearded. Oh, I see what you mean. Psychopath. He stands up and he takes a couple of steps back from the table and nearly trips over one of his pigs. Ah. So you're telling old Kernigan Smythe to mind his own business. Yes. That's what he said. Now bugger off, you pig farmer. I'm with the dwarf. Now that's a stranger, a human and a goblin. This taste getting stranger and stranger. Look here, Ogre. I'm a North dwarf. We had nothing to do with the War of Vengeance. There's a difference. Well, it does make for strange bedfellows. Oh. 
What's the difference between North Dwarves and South Dwarves? North. 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 Sorry, I thought you said North. Well, I guess no. it was North as well at the same time. So, let me get this straight. Oh, you're still here. Old Kernigan to mind his own business. We have now said twice. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not asking with, you to mind your own business. Of a well-oiled tap, he spins round, pulls one of his pistols from his boat and shoots a chap who's just walked into the tavern <laughs> straight through his head. And then he turns back to your table and just goes... Bah! At this point, uh, <laughs> Craggy's standing up, axe in hand. Oh, yeah, me have a gun, but you just fired your one shot. Maybe I've got another one. And he pulls <laughs> another good pistol out. <laughs> the physician is going to stand behind the guys with swords. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this? Tell I'm you just going to keep eating. I'll come back in the morning. Yeah. Well, Salty Bob. Yeah. Look, I don't want to leave Salty Bob without someone to look after him. So don't come back to this bar yeah. or embed my axe in your face. He's, his dad was good with a pair of scissors. You want to see what he can do with a pair? <laughs> uh, I, I can clearly see what he did with one pair. I don't need to see what he did with another pair. Take this yes. as a kindly and professional courtesy. Don't come back to this bar. I don't it's think he's it. as good a doctor as you are. I'll say, looking down at, uh, uh, what's his name, Manfred? No, <laughs> says Manfred, looking rather worriedly at the gentleman who's been shot in the head. Hmm. Like I say, I'll be back in the morning. And if you think you're getting out of old Marienburg without... Kernigan Smythe's permission, you'll be very wrong. We need to rip his arms off. I will admit he's starting to annoy me. You don't want to annoy me, Umge. Leave. And he, he backs off out the door and Salty Bob leaves with him. And as, as Salty Bob leaves, the ah, yeah. And he goes, and you notice the pigs start following. And leave in one by one. I'm going to pick mm -hmm. one up. Okay. I'm going to see if there's if if the gentleman with the bullet wound to the head is still alive. Um, I mean, it's it, unlikely. He might have grazed his forehead. He's he's uh, rolling you know. around, holding the side of his head. It's basically oh, okay. took, it's took took the side of, of it's it's put a, a channel down the side of his head here. But yeah, nothing. I will. I will uh, sit him down and do what I can for him, given the circumstances. Okay. Oh, he shot me in the head. Yes, yes, that, that, one's a, that one's a little unhinged. Indeed. Let me uh, sew this chap up and um, clean this wound and banish him before his humans get up. That seemed entirely unnecessary. I'm going to go over and hand the pig to the barman and go, I think he owes you this in payment. Uh, uh, I, I don't like... I, I don't really want a pet. It's food. 
yeah, I thought you could oh, uh, cook yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I see what you Yeah, ah, yeah. That's Make some good, good quality yeah. bacon out of these flanks here. Well, I thought I, I could dream it your bar more. up. It's only right. I could, I could sell it and get more seafood, yeah. Or that. <laughs> I'll hand it over and then just go sit back down and continue eating. The entire time, Giacomo has just been sitting back in his chair. He's he turns to oh. he turns to look at uh, Johan. He's like, "Is this uh, is this pirate captain someone you are doing business with?" Well, I, so I have to be truthful and say that you weren't the first people I spoke to. Um, but I have to say, he made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. And the, the, the smell of um, pig's droppings, it, 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 it didn't sit well with me. Well, that is very reasonable. I think perhaps we should do our best to avoid him. How many others did you uh, tell of, of your treasure diary? Oh, uh, no, no. I don't think there's anybody else. Mm, I think we can. Can, can I? Can we try an intuition roll to see if he's lying to us? Yeah. I ask this because I'm a dwarf and I have. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. What would that be? Perception or no? It's intuition. intuition. There's, there's a skill called. Intuition. Oh, we have. There's a skill called intuition. Yeah, I mean the Dow. Yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't really care. Oh, marginal success. <laughs> Didn't even hear the t- conversation. <laughs> Okay. Ah, the elf. Hello. <laughs> so he did sound a little bit unsure, and he may be lying, but he's pretty untrue. He seems a little bit stupid at times. Uh, oh, he doesn't memory. seem to have much common sense. Right. That was obvious. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the first thing we should do is find where. Dagger's bolts moored up. Yeah. See what the situation is. Because if we're going to steal his bolt, or should we say, repurpose his bolt because he owes us, <clears throat> then I say I think we should have a look at that. How big is the crew on the boat, Jim? Of which boat? How, how many crewed the boat or needed to crew the boat? How big was it? Oh, crikey. Now you're asking. <laughs> Let me just have a quick look. You'd, you'd probably crew it with what you've got here plus a couple more. Right. So quite a small boat. Yeah, it, 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 is, it would be a small boat that you'd get hold of. Right. In that case, lead on. Lead on, Craggy. Oh, hang on a minute. This kind of mission takes stealth, and I'm a Dowie. We don't do stealth. It's run, charge, hit. And maybe I can tell you what to do when you're sailing the boat. But that's about it. Surely you, you'd be good at it. You are quite small. Size has nothing to do with it, Ogre. Yes. To be stealthy requires elfy skills. He points at the elf. Oh, you've <laughs> got to be skinny. I gotcha. Hey, look, look at me. I'm as round as I am tall. <laughs> Just because I'm an elf doesn't mean I can sneak. All elves are sneaky. Everybody knows that. That's true. That is what everyone knows. See? 
It's true, you don't trust anything that skinny. <clears throat> yeah, fair enough. Well, well, who who would like to join me? Oh, we'll all join you, but what we do, we steer back, and then you go have a look. And then if you get into trouble, we might come and rescue you. You might come and help me if you can be bothered. Hey, you know, right. okay. don't worry. I'm not one of those Dowie that thinks any the only good elf is a dead elf. Uh, We're in the Norse. We didn't right. get involved in the War of Vengeance. Okie dokie. It's yeah. still sneaky bastards, don't I? Don't oh, trust well, this, this looks like fun. <laughs> and the, the rumor on the ship was that you are quite a competent duelist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am very good looking, aren't I? <laughs> and, and then I shall, I shall sort of mince out the <laughs> trying to look hard, basically. I look at, I look at the, I look at the ogre and go, Two Silver says he's dead before he gets anywhere near the ball." <laughs> I don't know. Oh. If he stands sideways on, they won't see him. So, what's our course here, gentlemen? I'm going to go steal a boat. Gold and food. Sorry, yeah. repurpose from, the boat. From the crazy pig man. Or no, no, no. Go to daggers. Yeah, we're going to steal daggers. Boat. Boat. See, I mean, see, dagger, oh, daggers. Da- I like dagger the sound of that. Boat. He owes us. Right. Good luck. He owes us. We'll take his. And we need to make sure that our good friend Johan here gets on the boat with us, with the book. Because without the book, we get no gold. Mm. Yes, that is a very good point. Let's go have a look. And yes. I'd like to say the Dowie, it looks like the Dowie gets off his stool, but you can't really tell the difference between him on the stool <laughs> and off the stool in terms of height. So <laughs> but he plods off towards the door, heavy set, as a dwarf would be. And Giacomo drapes his arm across uh, Johan's shoulder and, and starts to guide him out of the bar to make sure that he stays very close to the man. <laughs> Not trusting him to stay focused on the plan. <laughs> so I guess the real question is, Jim, is do we know where Dagger's boat is moored up in Marion? It'll be it'll be in the main dock area, um, but there's likely to be uh, a lot of militia around. Mm. Okay, well let's have a look. I suppose potentially there might be other boats that might be easier to swipe, but um, I, I don't necessarily want to put other people on our trail before we've even started. Indeed, and, you know, I feel that we're probably going to make enough enemies doing this. We should probably mm. not make the list longer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. Manfred, is it? Man- Manfred? Yes. I want to drink your blood. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I'm pretty sure this guy's told everybody about the book. So I'm pretty sure every pirate and ne'er-do-well from here to Altdorf is going to be looking for this book and this treasure. Oh, I, I have no doubt. But if we can avoid, you know, <laughs> avoiding trouble. taking out guards and militia, that would probably help. Oh, well. no, we have a legitimate cause to take the ship. We can argue the legal ramifications of denying us our our, our prize for uh, it's all my, to us. My Dowie friend, I believe that would take some time. Perhaps we ha- send the ogre in to distract the militia, and as they pull away, we sneak onto the boat, and then under the cover of darkness, we drift away. 
Oh, yeah, forget humans like legal systems. Ugh, what a pain in the bum. If, it, hey, if, this, if this was Dowie, um, we'd just take it because it's ours. Legal systems are the height of civilization. Absolutely not. They're a pain and they take time. <laughs> Nothing a good axe to the face can't sort out half the time. Well, in, indeed, and that's why you have a few mountains and we have, you know, an entire empire, but... It doesn't matter. <laughs> an entire an entire empire. It's a little green patch in the middle. Have you seen a map of the world, Manfred? Your, your little patch of green in the middle is not really an empire. It's just a the human group. kingdoms. Human kingdoms with their laws. I'm oh. just saying, you know, with uh, your... we have laws. They just uh, you know don't abide well, by them. No, we abide by them, but they just don't have legal loopholes that you guys like to jump through. He sank my boat. I'm legitimately entitled to his boat. That's how Dowie law works. Is that how Dowie law works? That's how Dowie law works. Well, at least okay. In this, at least in this circumstance, that's how Dowie law works. L- listen, listen, I my friend. He's making I, it up. I've got <laughs> Craggy stars, laugh, stars laughing and walking off. I, I have fine rooms booked for the night. I mean, you know, why don't we get our heads down and then uh, go looking in the morning? No, darkness is the best time for the elf to do his sneakiness. I don't know. Oh, it yeah. would be nice to sleep in a nice bed for once. Cover of my, but my dear, my dear friend, I think if uh, if we stay here this evening, we are likely to find ourselves without the book or without Johan by the morning. Mm. Didn't that pig fella say he was coming back in the morning? Exactly. I, I, personally, I think we should stay in another tavern with Johan. And I'm, his... I'm sure that you could deal with anybody, uh, Master Ogre. I will do when I see gold. <laughs> That is a valid point. Other than paying for our drinks and our food and our lodgings, which I'll admit is a lot, we've not seen no contract for the work we're doing. Well, you get the boat sorted and you'll see your money start to appear. That's more of a word than a contract. And we Dowie don't tend to work without contracts. I'll tell you what, and he pulls the contracts sound like laws to me. Well, they're very similar to law. They're binding in a way. You don't have a smart for an ogre, aren't you? I've been no. Contracts written on a piece of bark, is that? I don't deal with that, but it is a couple of shillings each to start with. All I know is this man has the opportunity to allow me to complete my vendetta, and for that, that is all I look. Yep, I have a, I have an awful vengeance that needs fulfilling, and I can't take the man's life because it's already been taken, so... I gotta take something of his. Right. So, uh, are we going to look for a boat in the morning, or are we going now? I think we should go now. I think we should just, you know, have a quick look to see if Dagger's boat's there and how well guarded it is. Yes. Okay. And if, there's, you know, no, the there's no harm in the bit of a wreck. Exactly. We'd nobody says we have to steal it right now. We're just, you know, having a look. No, that's true. Okay. Right. So. Who is going to look for the boat? Me. And you I'll just sneak be, you. Are you just having <laughs> a, a open walk down on the dock side, or are you making yourself discreet? Or I think yeah. the elf might be discreet. The rest of us are just taking a walk in there. In fact, if anything, we're, we're providing a distraction because every day you see an ogre walking through the street. Yes, a well-dressed ogre. I look discreet. I think I'm just going to look like I'm taking a walk on the dock. Okay. 
<laughs> um, okay, so yeah, you, you walk down um, um, the dock and there's a few uh, ships anchored there. Um, but most seem to have crew aboard. Mm. Um, there is one ship, but it, it does seem to be manned or there is a lot of like militia uh, on the ship. It's possibly the ship that they brought in Dagger on. It's not Dagger's ship, but it is a ship. Ah, okay. yeah. um, and there's also quite a small vessel as well. But it would certainly fit you all on comfortably. There's a little bit, it looks like it'd have some um, cargo space on there. Like um, a little caravel. Yeah. A small crew like yourselves would be able to cope with this. And that perhaps that's, seems that's like the ship for us. Yeah. I, yeah, I that's not Dagger's ship. Can't, no, can't take well, that. That's not here, though, is it? By the looks no. of it. So maybe we might go and find his ship somewhere. Well, likelihood is if he's got captured. If it's not here, it's been sunk. Yeah. But perhaps we could contract with whoever owns this ship for them to sail us where we are going and they get a percentage of the treasure. Oh, calm down yeah. there. Let's not it's hand out too many percentages. There's only six of us involved. All right, let's just keep. Well, we could uh, we could share it out by height. Absolutely not. I like <laughs> the sound of that. <laughs> um, yeah, what's the name of this small vessel, Jim? Oh, that's asking. Bernard. <laughs> We're not calling the ship Bernard, Roger. Oh, went great face. Um, <laughs> and just for that, I'm ripping Dan's arms off. It's called the Battered Clam. <laughs> the Battered Clam. Battered Clam. It's a terrible name for a ship. Yeah. Sounds like it's from Albion. Captained by a, by a, a pirate furlough. Sorry, the battered trout. The battered trout. Three <laughs> more words. I take it back. I want the battered clam. <laughs> At least it's not the battered eel. The battered trout. Yeah. <clears throat> well, perhaps we find who is the captain of this ship and see if we can make an arrangement. Hmm. Good idea. I'll call on board, Jim. Say again. Ho there, ho there. Uh, anybody aboard? Yeah, uh, who, who, who are you? <clears throat> I'm Longshanks, an associate of uh, Johann von Huntsman or something or other. A um, topless gentleman with striped pantaloons comes out onto the board on the deck of the ship. And he's holding quite a large uh, blunderbuss. Uh, are you the captain of this vessel? Oh, I might be. I um, might just be paid to look after it. Well, we, we would um, require to charter this vessel if, if it's available. 
well, you'd need need to speak to the owner. Yes, I, I guess that. What sort of money we're talking about? Sorry, guys. <clears throat> well, um, the uh, the gentleman here next to me is the man with all the money. And I'll point at whoever happens to be standing next to me at the time. <clears throat> How much do you think it is to charter a boat these days? Uh, well, uh, if you if you if you give me, shall we say? Uh, uh, ten gold coins. Mm. I'd happily walk away. Oh, I see. Right. Ah, okay. Right. We'll bear that. Are you going to be here tomorrow evening? Yeah, yeah. I've been asked to stay stay with the boat for for a while until uh, he returns. He's gone to uh, Middenheim. All oh, right. Okay. Well, in that case, we shall. Return tomorrow evening to pay this fee. Okay. One quick question, my friend. Who is this? Who is the owner who has gone off to Middenheim? Uh, his name is Carl Hungendon. And you say, and when, had, when did he leave from Middenheim? Oh, um, um, two, no, two weeks ago. That's a long road. Hmm. Right, okay. Well, thank you for your help. Uh, and then I'll turn to face the rest of them and, and not speak quite so loudly. Yeah. So, yeah, just uh, yeah, his name is definitely Carl Hagendas. <laughs> <laughs> the ice cream seller. <clears throat> <clears throat> what do you think, gentlemen? He's basically offering to take a sidestep so we can steal it. Yes. That's rather criminal. If it gets me closer to my vendetta, I do not care. I mean, oh, criminals are stretch. We're simply borrowing it and then we'll put it back later. If he's in Middenheim, oh. I'd never need know it's gone. My point was more. What's the point of paying him if he's a criminal anyway? Well, yes, I would agree with you there. I think we just push him overboard when we go on. Unless you want to stamp up the 10 gold. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I never had any intention of paying him. I was going to wait until he goes to bed and then I was going to bop him on the head. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I'm not going to kill him, though, because I'm not, not a murderer. He's done nothing yeah. to me. Just add him to our list of people who will be chasing us. Well, he's not going to be chasing us if he hasn't got a boat, has he? <laughs> ah, good point. <laughs> Touche. <clears throat> right. Well, if the evening's uh, shenanigans are concluded, then I think I might try and find a, a, a shrine to Katia. There's bound to be one around here somewhere. 
Schwein to what? Patio. It's a it's a local right uh, right sort of um, lady god. Hmm. Is that <laughs> like the lady god in the weirdos across the mountains there? And he points off in the direction of Britannia. Um, yeah, sort of, maybe, yes. Yeah, something like that. But you're a point here. Don't you have your own gods? Yeah, well, you know, Katia may well be a, a sort of a, a, you know, possibly a sort of a, a, a relation to the god that I follow. Um, and I'll walk, I'll, I'll shut up at that point. <laughs> Don't understand this business of gods. Is, is there a board around somewhere, Jim? Is there what? Board. You know, so yeah. a, a B-A-W-D, you know, a, a person who is sort of stood on the street corner selling maps and... and oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Excellent. Well, if, gentlemen, I will uh, I'll raise my hat. I'll see you uh, in the tavern later. And I'm going to find a brothel with my okay. two silver, silver shillings. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, are we staying in the Black Shilling tonight, or are we staying elsewhere? I think we should stay somewhere else in case that weird bloke comes back. I agree. There's the salty dog. This is fine. I would say as long as as long as I am staying with you, my new friend Johan. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like we're best friends already. Indeed, I feel the same. Our connection is undeniable. All right, get our room. That is the plan, I believe, my dear friend. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Easter on. So, Giacomo and um, Longshanks, you have the most horrible feeling that something is going to go wrong very soon and something's making you feel quite sick or just start to worry about things. Just back in your neck, there's a lot sort of standing Mm. on end. There's just something not right. The winds are blowing blowing foul, my friends. There's something uncanny about about the day. Perhaps we should actually make for the ship now and leave. I feel our venture may be off to an even rockier start if we did not grasp the moment. A calm breeze blows over all of you. How cold are we talking? Deathly cold. And a mist has started to rise from the sea. Jim. So do I, uh, with yeah. the, with a second sight, do I see I what particular say. wind is is blowing? Is there is the magic to the wind? It is a black wind. It is the magic of death, my friends. Dara comes for us. Yes, sorry, Stuart. No, no, I was just I was going to ask the same. It's okay. I, so yeah. Um, uh, so this is you. just you're about to leave t- for the tavern, Stu. So yeah. you still all together. Right. So I was, I was turning to leave to find the brothel and then things happened. Yeah. We would have that, to hope that the boat's provision then. We aren't going to get yeah. very far. Isn't very good. 
So you're saying we should go now and go into the mist or wait for the mist to pass. I'm really confused at this point. You know what? Me too. Let's have a let's have a think, shall we? Mist. Uh, I'm gonna look at Johan. Do you already have provisions for the journey? The mists are sort of mid-waist now. We must withdraw, my friends. We must get to someplace more defensible. I think we head for the let's head for this tavern, the salty dog. Something's coming in. Tim, from my piratey captainy knowledge, yeah. um, would this happen to be a something that rolls in potentially before maybe an undead ship appears? Oof. Have we got any sort of history? Or oh, what skills? I've got law. I've got lore dwarfs, but I, I'm Norse dwarfs, so we sail a lot. My local lore is not bad. I can try that. Yeah, you can, okay, you can make me a Norse dwarf lore, you can make me a local lore. I mean, this is, I've got... <laughs> no, Craig has no idea what's going on, it's just missed. I've, <laughs> I've got lore magic. Impressive success. Yeah, you can make a lore magic roll, if you wish. Okay. So, Giacomo, it is said when the dead stalk the seas, uh, a mist rises. Um, you've not heard of many uh, haunted vessels, so to speak. Um, the most famous, supposedly haunted vessel is known as the Dusk Stalker and is captained by a supposed vampire that goes by the name of Manfred Manstein. Oh, it's a Manfred. Oh, no. I will say this, my friends. It is a wind of death and the dead are rising. The legend still of, of haunted ships, so perhaps rare, but the Dusk Stalker and Manfred... The Captain Manfred Manfred is possibly involved. However, without a doubt, the dead are rising and we need to put ourselves uh, inside the building. Yes, the, the one of these taverns. We must make case before we are so surrounded. You head for the tavern. Suddenly behind you, you hear the rattle of chains and the chains begin to drag up the street and it seems to be coming towards you. Oh, jangle, jangle, up. jangle, drag. Jangle, 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 drag. Jangle, jangle, Run. drag. I grab, I grab Johan and pull him towards the tavern. Ogre, this is your fight. Take care of this. Do it yourself. Yeah. I'll pick, I'll pick up uh, Manfred and run to the tavern. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so it's basically a Dowie standing on his own with his axe. Oh, what a bunch of wazzocks. Uh, He's slowly stepping backwards towards the tavern, obviously. just Out of the mist, it's quite a tall figure. It's human-shaped, but part of his face is missing. Uh, as there's like a big hole there, uh, and there's wet, rotting flesh ah, around it. Filthy zangaraz. He, ah. he is dressed in pirate garb. He has a, a bandana on that holds his matted air back, uh, and he has the remains of what was once a rather impressive beard, although it's just manky and mangy now. (sighs) 
I come for Dagger's Diary. Oh, that's oh. in there, mate. Yeah. Went to the tavern everyone just ran into. <laughs> Give Keelhawk Klaus the diary. Sorry, who are you? I be Keelhawk Klaus. No, see that again for me. I can't. Your, your face is a bit fallen out there, mate. I'm going to rip your head off. And he starts staggering towards you. Oh and he has quite a nasty looking cutlass. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, is everybody in the tavern except for. Well, I should be in the doorway watching what okay. he's doing. I'm Do in the tavern, I'll get a drink. Rapier at the ready, Longshanks. Rapier in hand. Yeah. Okay. So well, when, those of you in, in the tavern, you notice that Longshanks is readying himself by the door with the remains of a rapier of some form. But Giacomo, he's not a particularly good fighter, but he's not going to let the he's not going to let uh, the Dowie fight alone. So he looks over at the ogre, spits on his foot, and then runs back out the door. <laughs> uh, I'm going to lamp him if he spits on my foot. <laughs> I kind of assuming you've put me down at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you've been put down. If he spits on his foot, the ogre is going to lamp him. <laughs> if he's oh, quick no. enough. Okay. Make the rolls. What rolls? <laughs> are, we, are we spitting on the floor or are we spitting on ogre's feet? He's, he, he's spitting right on his foot. He was, he, was hired to be the, he was hired to be the bodyguard, so he's... Uh... Okay, I will... Uh... I'll, I'll try to dodge that. I will. Uh, I will use my re-roll to dodge that. <laughs> I love how it's just. Nope. <laughs> it connects with a rather thud, uh, rather full-on thud. Um, pal, right in the kisser. <laughs> cool. Um, I just start killing all our people. Excellent. <laughs> I will. Um, is it is it a pub brawl punch you've just threw out? It, yeah, just yeah. like a. Bam. Um, so that's a strength. Uh, your strength bonus. Oh, your damage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. I can't remember what brawling is. I normally hit people with axes or guns. I think it's your strength bonus. Yeah. Uh, so it's. Five plus plus one for dirty fighter. Six. So that's Six. eleven. And uh, another five for he's dead. Fucking <laughs> hell. Well, minus your toughness bonus. My toughness is three. So eight wounds. Yeah, yeah. He uh he staggered, so he stabs the ogre. Oh. Whoa, okay, so I'm gonna step in. This is escalating way too quickly. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Johan says, okay, right, right, right. I'll, I'll pay, I'll pay for, for the fees, right? Uh, right? We're all scared, yes. And, 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 yes, we, we, we all need to calm down, yes. I have good money and we all, we're all seeking fortune. Yeah. I, I know that you've just come together, but, but please, yes. Yeah, just calm down. I'll I'll sort your your your, your wounds out with a professional. I'll, I'll sort his wounds out. It's fine. I can do that. 
Stragoon, let me let me take a look at you, please. Yeah, he he staggers out the door. He's still got his mission. Um, oh god! So. I'll try and follow him. <laughs> right. So outside, what is your um? Twenty nine is my 29. initiative. <laughs> I'm a Dowie. You, <laughs> you go uh, first. <gasps> I'm gonna charge him. I'm going to charge him. Go for it. For the dwarf, John. Ah! Nice. Ah! And Bed's a great action to him. Oh, nice hit. Okay, he tries to parry that. Ah! Yes, I'm here again. <laughs> Welcome back, Jim. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're rolling. Yes. Um, okay. So he, he goes to parry it, but misses. He's a little bit slow, um, and you hit him for quite a bit. Of, you basically. Uh, nice. He, he's staggering, but he's still up. Can I fling a dart at him? Uh, you can. Yeah. And that is what I will do. Go for it. Maybe the rolls. Okay. okay. So as the dart hits him, a, a flash sort of uh, emits, and he staggers backwards and falls to the ground, motionless. That still counts as mine, Elf. I, I'm I'm looking as if I didn't do anything, basically. Giacomo, you, you get to the door and you see Dwarf standing over the corpse of whatever it was. He staggers over and uh, I'm sorry, my Dowie friend. I I did not realize you were staying out here by yourself to fight it. It's all right. The dwarf killed him straight off anyway with his axe. Don't think so. I'm pretty sure I saw a flash of light there, but. <laughs> Guacamole, please, Guacamole, stand still. Let me take a look at you, please. Guacamole, isn't that some sort of weird sauce you can have on your food? <laughs> yes, and stragioni is some form of uh, pasta. Is that what you're saying? No, no, Giacomo stragone, not uh... stragoni. Yeah, that's like a dish, isn't really? it? You mix, you no, mix no, it no. in, and it's like a greeny pasta-y dish. I did no, once when I was in Chile. No, it, it's the Stop name that Captain moving. De La Vega gave me because of my witch site. It means witchcraft. Oh. All right. Can I can I attempt a healing roll? Of course you can. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, what has it? What yeah, does you roll heal? I've got heal. So roll that, and it's your uh, intelligence bonus plus or minus success levels. Pull. Uh, you would still heal some if your intelligence bonus is more than one. My intelligence bonus is more than one. What's your intelligence? I have an intelligence of 41. So you would heal him three wounds. Three wounds. Thank you, Dr. Manfred. Just please. You put it, it next your sort of snaps back into place. Look, yep. he's easily offended. Don't spit on him next time. Just try talking to him. 
he is a coward and is not worth even speaking to. I was protecting my friend until I'm paid. That's what I'm doing. What's so, happened? So shall, shall we talk payment then, shall we? Uh, it's five shillings each, yes. Right. We need to get a boat and we need to go uh, to, ah, to... I'm sorry, five shillings isn't going to cut it. He was looking for you in that book. Look at that. And he's pointing at the zombie creature thing on the floor. Oh, well, uh, you dealt with it. What? It couldn't have been that hard. So um, Manfred takes out a pair of spectacles, puts them on, kneels down next to the undead um, to kind of examine it and kind of gets a little bit perhaps too over-fascinated by it. Okay. What's this? You, so you begin looking at it, you notice there's something very strange, something you've not seen before. Yeah, and there's quite quite a big axe wound in him. Um, but it seems to be knitting itself back together again. Um, so calmly, Manfred takes off his spectacles, puts them away, turns to the dwarf and says, um, it appears that he is um, regenerating himself. Oh. And, uh, and then there, Manfred steps back quite quickly. Jim, I'm assuming it's night time. Is there a lantern on the outside of the tavern? Um. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a yeah. lantern, yeah. Hey, Olga, I can't reach it. Can you grab me that quickly? Grab it and pass it to him. Cheers. Smash. Sets the zombie on fire. <laughs> okay. It, 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 there's a lot of burning. That's how you deal with something that knits itself. That's how you deal with the trolls. Mm. Dead now, isn't it? I'm uh, just gonna. It's burning. Have a think, Jim. Is this gonna make? Is this gonna do anything? What are uh, you wanting to do, buddy? Actually, I rolled. I rolled the wrong thing. That was supposed to be a law magic test. It's the same roll, but yeah. yeah. What, what, my... what are you? What are you looking for, bud? Well, will this fire? Stop it from regenerating or possibly. But or... fire normally sorts most things out. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Is this uh is this cutlass still the uh Keelhaw Klaus's cutlass still there? Yeah, yeah, it's there, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, he's gonna uh Giacomo is just gonna put his hand out and he's gonna try to get a reading off the cutlass to get an idea of, of where Keelhaul Klaus was coming from in case there's more of his undead crew around. Okay. Impressive success. So with five successes on a psychometry roll, um, you get two pieces of relevant information about what you were looking for. So you see a ship in the dark seas and a, a shadowy ship. And on the side of it reads the Dusk Stalker. Yeah. And then you see a side-on view of a very handsome man. Yeah. Very pale skin. And he just turns to you and says, well, hello. Second <laughs> 
<laughs> and then <laughs> Jim is Joe's. All the blood drains out of Giacomo's face and he closes his eyes and averts his gaze and he looks down and he goes, my friends, he is simply an emissary from that very vampire I was speaking of, uh, Manfred Manfring. The Duskstalker, his ship is is out there somewhere in the night waiting for this one to return with the diary. I didn't think vampires were real. Well, maybe we should just sail in the daytime. I certainly don't. I think that old wives' tales, the same as those folk that say that uh, that there are bipedal rats who run around. Are you talking about Skiven? Yeah, that's that's what they're supposed to be called, yes. They're very real. Oh, of course they are. I've killed a few myself. Of course you have. Okay. And so are vampires as well. I mean, that's why I was laughing at your name earlier. Manfred's a very famous vampire. Manfred is a very common Reichland name. (laughs) I don't think so. Well, my parents were priests. Well, at least one of them is a priestess of more. Well, okay. Maybe she thought it was funny. Who are very (laughs) anti-undead. Maybe she thought it was funny. Why would they call their child Manfred? Actually, Dwarf, I'm not saying anything, but uh, I have to back up Manfred here because he does say that it's quite a common name. And we've only been together less than a night and already we've met two Manfreds or spoke of two One Manfreds. of which is a vampire. Oh, but oh he's, my case. He's, probably, he's probably a young lad with a bit of white makeup on. No, no, my friend. I saw him through the sight and through the sight, he saw me. This is, this is, no, this is no simple so, man, no simple creature. He is so aware of us. What, what do you mean by the sight? Well, he does I that have... weird wiggly wiggly magic stuff. No, no, no. no Are I you am a no, wizard? No, I am no wizard, no witch, no wizard. Though I've been told that I have the gift, perhaps, but I can see the winds of magic and I have the talent of if I touch something or someone or I'm in some place, I can know of it, of its past, of of, of what is of importance to it. I remember when you. touching this when touching his covers, I saw the ship from which he came. And I saw this vampire staring back at me, and he saw me. What did you see when the ogre punched you in the face? I saw stars. <laughs> there you go, ogre. You got stars in your future at some point. Okay, let, let, let's go. Up let's, there. Go the oh, let's go to the salty dog. Yes. Let's work out some plan of action. Yes, I would like to take another look at uh, Stragone. He's, um, he's gone quite pale. His... Uh, um, his stars. humors are probably imbalanced. Thank you, Doctor Manfred. I am definitely uh, not feeling as good as as I was before I met this ogre. Have the clouds parted, Jim? Is the mist cleared? Yes. Right. And the burning stops, and there's just like a pool of hot water on the floor now, where the body was. See, told you, fire dealt with it. Very good. All this fancy magic. He just ate it with an axe and then set it on fire. Yes. That's all you need. A dwarf with an axe. Yes. See? You're not so bad for I, a point I was here. thinking, if we didn't get that chip, I could go and get one of that size, definitely. And then we, we would have our own ship. And then there'd be no quibbles. We wouldn't have to harm anybody or chuck them overboard or anything. So, why did we not start with that plan? I don't know. You, you you seem to know what you were doing, and you know I was 
in the moment with you. I think it's because you... we said we've got to go get a ship. I think that's where we started with that plan. If you can afford to purchase a vessel of that size, then go buy one. I have to ask, if you can afford to buy a ship, why are you looking for treasure? I think this treasure is quite large. Indeed, the captain that curses Solomon may more take him forever. His treasure, his very treasure is great. The treasure is the friends we made along the way. Mm. No, 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 I, I do not care for friendship. I, I just want my vendetta. That's evident you spat on the ogre's boot and he punched you in the head. That's At least true. that's, that's what he told me. I wasn't here. But... Right, okay, so right. we don't have to like each other, but, you know, we're, we're working together, so... I will pay. What, what 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 is it you're looking for? I mean, do you want part of this treasure, or do you want me to pay you? Or <clears throat> one sixth of the treasure. That is all one I request. Of... One sixth of the treasure. Okay. So one sixth for you, and one sixth for all of us. That's a fair contract. Yeah, I, I'm willing to go with that. Well, that was the easiest okay. negotiation I've ever done. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, how many of you can read and write? I have, I have some skill. I am well-versed and educated. Oh, that's right. You're, right. you're a doctor bloke. Uh, you can write the contract because I can't be bothered. I just want to drink some Aeon. So, Dr. Man, you write a contract. I'm not a doctor yet, but thank you. Yes, I will. Uh, I mean, you patched up a hole on him. So, doctor, we just let it whelp and then it heals up eventually. You can look, and he like shows you some like really big scars he's got, and which you could tell from being a physician were not treated in any way, shape, or form. It's clearly like quite a wide open, what would have been a quite open like axe wound or something like that. It's like, see, look at that one. I bet you got some too in here. Slightly quieter. There's hardly anybody in here. Um, there's the hum of of um, conversation, but that's about it. Probably about. 10, maybe 15 people in here. Can I take another look at Strugano? I feel like yeah, every time I say the name, I've got to do it with an accent. You can, but you can't make another roll. Oh, I can't make another roll. Oh, never mind. You, you can't fix the same injury twice in a 24-hour ah, period. You could be doing some well, we'll physician stuff, though. We could be putting a bandage around, maybe trying to... Suck yeah, I'll, I'll make it clean and proper. Yeah. And... I mean, it yeah. wasn't a dirty wound. It's not like I hit him with a blade. I just lamped him. Uh, maybe get some... A, a, you know, a, a wet flannel on it. That cold does compress. The world of, yeah, wet flannel solves Might everything. Make him feel better. <laughs> Look, I'm going to make you all rich. Yes, and I understand that. You know, you, you all come from different backgrounds, and you know, you you, you, you all, you know, it, we, we've got ourselves a bit of a mix. Um, but we're all going to become very rich. Yeah, beyond your wildest dreams. If we find it. Rumour rumor is that Dagger amassed a mighty horde. Indeed, that is what he always said on the ship, that he had mountains of treasure. I, I understand. I mean, he has stolen enough. It, each one of us has suffered as his hands, and you know, each of us has lost a ship and crew. And I know that our, our vessel was uh, stuffed full of spices when he attacked it. That in itself oh. was a rich load. People even said they saw him with the sea claw. 
which which is a, a magical uh, cutlass scimitar thing, you know. Um, you know, maybe that was you know in in the the the, the treasure hoard as well. But what I'm saying is, if we work together, then we can achieve big things. Hmm. Indeed, I am. I I once we are now in the contract. All of us together, we shall work as a single team. Okay. Could could we have a handshake? Oh dear. Must we? We'll have some <laughs> handshakes and we will make our marks here. Uh, now he spits on his hand. Your first <laughs> point in the year. I'll, I'll just sign my name on the contract there, shall I? Just, I'll, I'll use this. No, come quilt. on, take my hand, point here. I'll use this quill that happens to be in my bag. <laughs> no, pointy. You gotta shake on it. Come on, it's getting dry. I'll put a I'll put a glove on, Jim. I I was talking about my large friend and my my uh, noble friend here. Yeah. What are you could trying to say could... that I wouldn't do a handshake? Have you seen this could, mighty could... hand, Mister Sternhammer? Yes, it's not all about you. Yes, sorry, Sternhelm, and I'm a captain. Oh, I was uh, a captain. Okay, sorry. So it's so, about me. I, I'm really sorry, Mr. Steelhelm. Right. Anyway, so right, um, Marcus and Jacques, could, could could we could we have, have a shake of hands? Call it a truce. Jacques no holds out his hand. I have no more grudge other than I can't abide bad manners, and I'll offer my hand. But I cannot ab abide cowardice, but that is in the past. And he shakes his hand. <laughs> I'll kind of squeeze it a bit hard. You see, unnecessary, my friend. Unnecessary. <laughs> uh, yes, misunderstanding, I, I prefer to call it. So, yeah, um, Stonehelm turns to the elf. Two silver, one of them kills each other. <laughs> no, no, we are, we are now one crew. There is no fighting amongst the crew. Everyone knows that. Uh, and then Indeed. I'll turn back to you on. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Um, ah, give me a second. And Yaron rushes to the other side of the tavern to where a gentleman is sitting on his own. Oh. He wears armour. Uh, he's got long black matted hair, bit of a beard, and he looks a bit rough. Mm. But he's, he seems armed to the teeth. Okay. Uh, because, right, sorted it. We've got ourselves a ship and a captain, and we, we, we can we can travel with him. It'll take us wherever we need to go. My friend Johan, who is this captain that you speak of? Uh, his his name is Mister Bastard over there, Jack. Jack, Jack Bastard. Bastard. Yes. Right. Captain Jack Bastard. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't quite have a ring to it. He he seems a a salt of the ocean type. What is he expecting? Say that for, everyone. What is he expecting uh, um, to receive from this? I, I said I'd pay him a wage. I, I, I've offered him a few uh, gold coins. All right. Giacomo turns over and looks uh, looks at Manfred and uh, and uh, Longshanks and. And our, and our Dowie friend there, Froggy, and he 
and, and even even stares up at Marcus. And he's like, "You all know that this captain is going to steal this treasure as soon as he can, right?" Yeah. Well, we'll yeah, we'll cross that. We'll we'll open that plank up when it comes to it. I like what you're thinking. Yes, we get the treasure first, and then if we are betrayed, we we handle the situation. <clears throat> yes. Um. Well, I think I might go and uh, do what I was going to do and pray at the shrine of Katia. Um, maybe, uh, maybe I can do that now. Um, so. Uh, okay. Careful! Don't catch pop. Yeah. If, if there's any more <laughs> mist, uh, I'll holler. <clears throat> I don't understand what it's praying. And I shall go off and find a. The Make sure it's a clean temple. <laughs> yeah. Surely all t- the Tao is genuinely like, but surely all temples are clean. I don't understand. Okay. So the night is drawing in. Is anybody wanting to do anything? Giacomo is just going to stay relatively close to uh, to our new friend Johan here to make sure that nobody comes at him to get the uh, to get the book the uh, the diary, and then he's going to try to sleep off this growing uh, goose egg on the side of his head. <laughs> okay, it, so you can either have you can either share a room, they're twin rooms, or they're single rooms. Well, he's going to share a room with. Uh, with Johan, because he he doesn't trust that somebody isn't going to try to steal this diary. Okay. Either that, or he's going to ask Craggy if he wants to share a room with with Johan, since he's clearly a more uh, an, a better combatant by far than Johan is. <laughs> I mean, Craggy just shakes uh, his head. Ah, oh, I can't put up with that for more than five minutes. If you hear me, if you hear me yell, my friend, it is because we are in deep trouble. I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know where to hold the cutlass, but I, uh, I am not very good with it. Not nearly as good as you are with your axe. Stick him at the pointy end. I get that, yes, but uh, they move so fast, and if we lose the diary, well, we lose everything. <laughs> Doesn't matter if they move fast. I'm a Dowie. We don't move fast. Uh, yes, just, I know, I know. I'm just saying. Hit that, really uh, hard. Stab him. Do it. Uh, Indeed, I will do my best. But if you hear me yell, perhaps you may you may wish to come. Okay. Sure. He starts down in another <laughs> aisle. Is anybody are you putting a, a a watch out, or are you just going to bed and open uh, locking? Well, th- th- there's no sort of locks as such to the door. They all open inwards, and yeah. Um, when 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 Craggy does finally decide to stop drinking and go to bed, he's going to wedge his axe against the door, okay. so it can't be opened. He's got a dagger, so you know he can stab someone if they do still manage to get in. I take it that nominally, nominally, I'd probably be sharing the room with the dwarf because it makes it funnier. So when I come back from the brothel, I can't get into the room, and I'll <laughs> fall asleep in the corridor outside. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we put on a watch. There you go. <laughs> as as you sleep, you are suddenly awoken at the sound of chains. Oh, it sounds like they are coming up the stairs. 
I mean, can they hear the change over the extremely loud snoring of a dwarf? Um, <laughs> banging on the door. <laughs> so, in fact, yeah. Um, Craig, if you can't hear anything. You're just you're just snoring. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, same probably would apply. I'm not exactly focused on their awareness. From a sea creature, and there's chains being rattled up the stairs. Or off on the landing, eh? <laughs> yeah, some big piece of furniture would just be casually you can hear placed this in front of the door. ghostly voice drift up the landing and into the room. I come for the book. I seek the book. Give the book to me. Give me the book. Bookie book, book, book. <laughs> Give me the, the same book. voice as before, Jim. <laughs> um, it's a bit more creepier and a little bit more. Nice. <laughs> Does anybody anybody else hear the voice? Everybody apart from Craggy. Okay. Oh, do I hear it? With my um, initiative, yes, with my yeah, yeah, awareness yeah. of like 16. Yeah, you, you, you're awake. Uh, Craggy, you're awake as well. As you can hear, oh, booky book, book, give me the book. <laughs> oh, I don't too much. Uh, I'll, I'll go and open the door. Uh, I'll kind of stand in front and open the door. Manfred's in his pajama, you know, nightgown, hat. <laughs> Okay. As you open the door, what is your initiative? Well, the ogres go first. <laughs> okay. What's your initiative, Ogre? 16. So before you can move, this massive ghostly mouse follows your head. Yeah. And you awake on your bed, dripping with sweat and the smell of fish. And the same happens to you as well, Manfred, and everybody else. You're sort of startled and awake, yeah? And all that you notice is in your room... Off the door. <laughs> ...is a large puddle of water. First thing Craggy does is, like, kind of touch around his groin region to make sure it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, oh. you've, definitely, you've definitely not distressed your trousers. That's all right. He grabs for like the ale on the side, drinks it, and is like, "Yeah," he goes back to sleep. Giacomo oh, looks to see if uh, if Johan is is still here in the room. Johan is asleep, and he is gripping this book there as he's sleeping, and he looks like he's having the nicest dreams ever. Huh. Giacomo checks the book to make sure that it's the right book. It looks like it's the right book. It looks like okay. the one that you've seen in your your vision. Okay. I don't yeah. think I ate enough, Manfred. I think I better eat more tomorrow. I'm going to go you and... sleep well, my friend. Have a bath, I think. <laughs> Smelling of fish. Uh, yes. So, you go and bathe, go back to sleep. Or do what you do, and you're awake, awakened in the morning with the sound of activity outside on the dock, and 
we'll call it there for tonight. So thank you very much, everybody who watched. Um, we nearly had a token party wipeout in the first episode. Um, but that seems to be all knitted back together now with uh, a little bit of money and a little bit of promise of wealth. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, our first session of shillings and crossbones. Ah! Um, <laughs> Uh, I've been your guest, Master Jim. Now, please, before we go anywhere, I nearly forgot, we've got the rest of the week. So tomorrow, what is going on tomorrow? Anything? Anything? A, I want to yes. say a D&D thing, isn't it? Tomorrow, it's a special... Yeah, Pete's running a, a two-shot of a new Kickstarter game, a, a new OSR game, uh, this week and next week. And then tomorrow night, Garblag North America. At, uh, Shadow Dark. Uh, Shadow Dark is the name of That's it. That's it. And then tomorrow night, uh, we'll be back um, at 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central Time, middle O-Dark 30 for everybody in Europe. Uh, we'll be back with Octum Cthulhu, the Shadows of Atlantis, while we're in, and we're finding ourselves in Honduras. And then just a quick plug out that if, uh, if, if you're interested in some Conan, uh, Modifius 2D20 Age Undreamed Of, I'll be running some Conan on Friday night. Um, at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time over on the Lollygaggers channel. And then I believe next Tuesday we'll we'll be back with Millie and Coriolis before we return for episode two here. Excellent. So thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed. A uh, little bit of PvP, a little bit of ooh, a little bit of ah, uh, but everything's uh, uh, ironed out at the moment. And we voyage on next week. Uh, with the, with the smell of fish and the taste of salt and the breeze of the seas. Um, um, we're, we're no longer going to be travelling on the battered trout, uh, but there is an, another ship that we've got hold of, <laughs> captained by the famous pirate Jack Bastard. But we shall see you next Wednesday, yes? Um, yeah, please join us. And... Uh, I hope that your week goes swimmingly and the waves of the seas wash over you with plenty of salt and fishiness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>